to that point, there's a there's a there's the moment where there. No, I don't yeah. want to talk about this moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm curious if this is the same one with the fence. Yeah. Yep. And then the door. door yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the What's Our Verdict podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-hosts, Mattson Heiner. Better red than dead. Javier Ortiz. What is up, my nerds? And Ian Anderson. Some shit. All right, this is our trial series where we discuss the facts of a movie, pass judgment, and let you know our verdict. Today we're doing a listener request from Joe Gold. Thanks. Joe! Also hey. known as Baby Snuff. So we really appreciate the, uh, I think... On the surface, we appreciate Baby snuff. We need to... What's the backstory there? So, he's a friend of mine that we play games, like video games together, and his gamer tag is Baby Snuff, because his dad, who also games with us, is Mr. Snuffleupagus, and so he's Baby (laughs) Snuff. So, and we call Snuff, Snuff. There's Snuff and Baby Snuff. That's how we tell them apart. Two generations of gaming. That's great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Also, his real name is Joe Gold. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm. And two two. Should, I feel like it should be a boxer. so close to Joe Exotic. Oh, like, I always think Joe Exotic when I hear or Joe Gold. a good tiger owner name. You yeah. do a lot with that. It's yeah. true. A lot of potential. There's some serious marketability there. So on the surface, we thank you, Joe. This may be the last podcast we ever do. It is Jurassic Park 3. And we know how Javier feels about the entire JP3. Jurassic, so Jurassic Park series. If you listen to our... Uh, um, and it did not disappoint. Uh, if you listen to our numerous podcasts, where almost every episode has some reference, yeah, of what was the rant Jurassic one, Park? It was Larry Crown. Larry Crown. Larry that's Crown. right. Javier <laughs> like lost his shit in Larry Crown. Although, <laughs> although now the town is rivaling. It's our second in command of most referenced. Yeah, right. That's true. It, both Javier things. It's because it's the uh, defense to the yeah. Jurassic <laughs> Park. So you mentioned Jurassic Park. The town naturally comes up. Yep. I don't know. I, I know we're going to get into this, but the town is not in the same league as Jurassic Park 3. Oh, my God. All right. Save it. Yeah. Okay. So, Jurassic Park 3 was released in 2001. It was directed by Joe Johnston and written by Peter Buckman, Alexander Payne, and Jim Taylor. It starred Sam Neill, William H. Macy, Tia Leone, Alessandro Nivola, and Trevor Morgan. Jurassic Park 3 is about a decidedly odd couple with ulterior motives who convinced Dr. Grant to go to Isla Sorna. For a holiday, but their unexpected landing startles the island's new inhabitants. It's Isla Sorna. I was going to ask Javier to... Thank you. You're welcome. Help us out with that. Island Sorna. <laughs> Nailed it. Perfect. Um, so, yeah, this uh, this movie, let's, uh, let's break it down. Um, obviously, at this point, I don't need to do a spoiler-free because... It's please, like... God, are, I hope you've are seen we trying to, Are we old. trying to give our from-the-top, though... Like quick synopsis of this, or are we just going to jump into the meat and potatoes on this one? Yeah, I, I think like, this one we just kind of jump in. What were you saying? I was just going to say the Jurassic Park plot is about the same for every movie. So once you've seen one, you know what's coming. That's, That's the same fair. for like Marvel movies. It's, <laughs> the same I, for Star it's Wars not a knock. Movies. It's just like no. if there's if there's massive dinosaurs, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, you know? I mean, one thing I appreciate about Jurassic Park is that you know what you're going to go watch. Right, and they've got it down to a formula. I want to see dinosaurs eat people, and again, <laughs> this movie doesn't disappoint. Yeah, a little bit of everybody. Yeah, I it's liked true. how this this movie started. Made me laugh where you build confidence in the henchmen uh, that have this cool like rocket round or whatever that they shoot at a stationary plane, and they feel very good about themselves. That you know what. 
we are expert marksmen because dinosaurs don't move. And that's and the only one that they good. had. Yeah, you're like... <laughs> they, they, they wasted and, it on a practice. And, and what but they, it works. And what they don't know is we've seen Jurassic Park 1 and 2, and we know of those three, if not four guys, pretty much all of them are going to die. But they just don't know it yet. <laughs> and they're confident they're going to shoot one of them with that. And in fact, did they even shoot one of those... Cool weapons. I didn't think they. No, did. that's why no, I meant just joke, regular they weapons. Had one, oh, they, oh. <laughs> they shoot a rocket launcher at the beginning of the movie, blow up a plane, <laughs> and then they go in with like rifles. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. Okay, my first impression of this movie. It's been I have I saw this movie one time when I was, I mean, two thousand one. What is that? Nineteen years ago. Yeah. So I was barely in my twenties. In fact, I was twenty years old when this movie came out. So. Shut up. Are you looking at me like I'm old out here? <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> you don't have to. I've done this long enough with you. I know your looks. So I'm 20 years old and I remember watching this, but I didn't remember anything about it now except that I didn't enjoy it back then. And It's because you're immature. Well, that's fair. You you know, I'm still immature. But, I mean, yes, but that's not why I didn't like this movie. <laughs> but I remember watching this movie and, and when I watched it this time, I was like, I forgot the cast is phenomenal. I mean, Sam Neill's a giant. Thank you. William H. Macy's amazing. Tia Leone's amazing. So Gosh, we have these so three movies. This one, but that was her case. These three huge A-list stars. And I'm like, the fuck happened to this movie? <laughs> because well, you even have the director who went on and did, um, he did Captain America, right? Mm-hmm. The, the first Avenger. So like, even the director was a high caliber director. He did um, Hidalgo like a couple years later or whatever. Um so I blame it all on the writers. Totally, totally crap the okay. bed with this one. So I will say this. <laughs> Objectively speaking, it's definitely not the best in the Jurassic Park series. It might be the best in the Marvel series, though. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> all I know is my first impression, The I started laughing it pops up and it says Isla Sorna, if I pronounce that oh, right. Yes. I, yes. I know and where you're going. Isla Sorna. Isla Sorna. <laughs> I'm trying to just duplicate what you're saying. That's not working. Anyways, but the second thing that pops up is this big red restricted. Yes. Over my, the in my eyelid. It was, it's like zooming over. It was like, oh, now I as a viewer know that it's probably not a good idea to go there. It's because of the big... like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> It was like, I've never seen that in a movie where it's just, what is this, like a, a workplace video? Where... It's like a sexual harassment video, yeah. like, like an OSHA. Restricted. You know, like an OSHA Restricted. Can we just talk about how dirty they did Dr. Grant? They were like, Kirby Enterprise is like, we're going to write you a check. You, I could write a lot of numbers on this yeah. on this check. Oh, and dude. And then... They're like, no, we're just going to do a flyby. And then they start with the little trickle of it. Oh, we're actually, we're going to get lower. And then they're not even paying attention to him narrating the dinosaurs. And then you know what? They decide to land. And if I'm this man, I'm getting off that plane and I'm punching everyone straight in the mouth. I'm grabbing that satellite phone. I'm saying, you get me off this island. So help me God before I call a raptor to bite your head off. I love, he gets off the plane and... (laughs) They're like apologizing, and the first thing he says is, "Who hit me?" Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was ready to throw down with Cooper. They did him so dirty, so dirty, so bad. How did they get the mercenaries there? Was it just money, and they got kind of the same switch 
too? Or how? Why were these mercenaries? I don't think they ever explain it. They don't. Oh, okay. But I'd like to think that like they just they like, emptied their savings. No, they they like, met at church. Day. That one guy. Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. Church. <laughs> they got the friends and family discount. <laughs> you know, there's a part of me that like probably one of the biggest problems I have with this movie is the lack of explanation for everything. That's major plot points. So, like, the, to start with, these guys are they're parasailing right by this island. Yeah. And then they go into a fog, and then there's just a blood stain on the Dude, back of the boat. Costa Rica's foggy, bro. I'm not worried about the fog. What is it? Are we watching Explosive the movie The Fog, or are we watching <laughs> Jurassic Park? Yeah. So, I mean, does the fog fucking tear them up and leave a blood stain, or is there some sort of it's unknown dinosaur that we don't know about? Maybe they had the to skimp on the CGI budget and couldn't show a water dinosaur. Which they never bring that back up in any of the other movies, right? They never bring up like, oh yeah, there's just this water dinosaur just kind of roaming around. Because I feel like that'd be a, a very serious problem. Well, and for we the can, Costa Rican government. We can also jump to the end of this particular movie real quick, and we'll come back. But there's oh, also the now pterodactyls, pterodactyls <laughs> flying all over fucking yeah. creation, and nobody knows where they're at. But the pterodactyl range isn't, you know. Incredible. Fun fact. And they're like 120 miles away from, from mainland uh, um, um, Costa Rica. I, I, they can't fly that far. I encourage you we guys can fucking to fly that far. our, our yeah, listeners to watch this on Amazon Prime because X-Ray, I don't know if you guys know, that has those fun facts that come up. This specific scene with the pterodactyls when, um, what's his name, Billy, right? With the He stole the eggs. Yeah, yeah Billy. Um, so the scene where they are carrying the kid into the nest and everything. The x-ray fact that popped up is pterodactyl. It was, is pretty frank. It was like, this scene could not happen. Pterodactyls weigh as much as like a small child. It could not lift a human being. I was like, like really small. (laughs) I was like, and they don't have like super sharp teeth like that. But that's one thing I like about Jurassic Park, because if you played it to the T, you're like, I'm not, what am I going to watch land before time? Like, come on now. I actually think the series explains that pretty well. Because they explain that they're not dinosaurs, right? Fair. They have like dinosaur DNA, but they had to put so much into it that realistically they're not what dinosaurs would have been. And, and so it gives them license to make whatever. And that's want. what the X-ray said. It's like, well, they have the license to Which do whatever. Opens up for the new ones, right? Make yeah, the whatever. new ones. Ever, oh, the whatever, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. Who even cares at this point? That's that's a whole different ball of wax right there. <laughs> but just going back to kind of the plot, when yeah, the the. Uh, parasailing thing happens. The kid's been in that like compartment for two weeks. The water truck. And yeah. The water truck. It's just, it, you, yeah, they have to have them find him because it's a movie, but they're on a, a giant island and they just happen to quickly find him. I know they have to because of the sake of the movie, but I'm like, you know, the chances of one, him being alive and the chances After two of them, weeks. of them finding him. Uh, okay, counterpoint. Just, he did say engine left a lot of stuff when they cleared out, so there's enough materials for him to survive. <laughs> and two, it actually is a good survival technique to stay in the area where you got lost in case people come looking for you. So really, he was by no, the like, book survival. I'm I'm okay with all of that, except the fact that there were dinosaur monsters on this island. And that's where I think that's I have why, I have like a, the I, have water a, truck. I have a hard time surviving eight weeks of COVID and I'm by myself. <laughs> I can't imagine eight weeks of dinosaurs. Or what about those those little mini dinosaurs copies. that eat Pete, the copies? They could have found him and weaseled their way in no, and just ate him knew. alive. He learned his lesson. <laughs> I'm not I'm not worried about the copies. What I'm worried about is the fact that this child has T Rex piss. Yeah, you don't he, want to know. Hey, him. you don't. He yeah, knows yeah. about the sale. 
this sale dinosaur. Yeah, he's been there for eight weeks. Okay, these dinosaurs in one movie and in this movie and another movie actually in the middle of them have torn up airplanes, trucks, buildings, everything <laughs> on the planet. But <laughs> ah, we're going to leave this fucking water truck alone. <laughs> To that point, there's a there's a there's the moment where they're No, I don't yeah. want to talk about this moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious if this is the same one with the fence. Yeah. Yep. With and the, then the door. The, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so the So the dinosaur they go find go find this little hole in this massive cage of a fence, like Built sturdy, We're talking like, like six to, inch in diameter yeah. steel beams. Yeah, meant right? to keep these things out, right? And it busts through like it's paper. <laughs> they run into the building, shut these doors, and lock it with a couple of steel beams. It's like sheet metal. Doors. Yeah, <laughs> and the thing kind of bumps up against it and goes, "Ah, I can't get in. I'm going home." <laughs> That's one of those ones where I was watching. I was like, I have no defense to this. <laughs> this is absolutely absurd. I'm just glad you're willing to admit yeah. it. The other one that always just kind of like, uh, they did not think through is when they're in the plane in the tree and they all back to the back of the plane yeah, and it falls <laughs> and then it crumples the back of the plane my wife's where like, they are my wife, and then they just crawl out like she's like happens. how did they not die and I was like yeah. it's a movie that was my response uh, I don't I don't know how that gets past like editing there's some just dude in his lab like oh shit like we really looked this over and some director's like we're on a time crunch it doesn't matter <laughs> Yeah, how does that make it pass? Like, it's, that's a, it's a money grab. That's all it is. It's like we need to make this Jurassic Park 3. We know it's going to make money. So that we was, need to get Sam Neill and Laura Dern and put them in this movie. It was a forgiving plane crash, too. Oh, you know, yeah. it's like all the passengers were okay, except for the pilot and the co-pilot who are all like bleeding, bloodied up. Well, the so, other thing about the plane crash, so they hit this tree and like dead stop. Like, yeah. The mm-hmm. fucker just stops and they're all just chilling in their chair. They have their seatbelts on. I know, but it was snapped at least a couple of. I mean, technically, happened. they That's hadn't right. landed yet, JJ. Yeah, true. <laughs> Tia Leone's the size of a stick. She'd have been ripped in half by that abrupt stop. They had to have been going at least a hundred miles an hour. Because I was doing the math. The, I, I did look this up because it bothered me that bad. The plane, this plane, in order for this plane to take off, it has to be going between a hundred and hundred and eighty miles an hour, which means wow. they hit these trees at at least a hundred miles an hour. 80 if you give or take a little bit. She is, they're dead. So you take it a little spine. bit farther. Yeah. That Spinosaurus got there hella fast. Oh, yeah. So that thing yeah, yeah. must have been hauling. That means that Spinosaurus was running 180 miles an hour to get to that tree. <laughs> well, and I love it too because going back to like the first movie, the T-Rex is huge, right? And it's got this big roar that is so recognizable from the first movie. Uh-huh. And Sam Neill hears the roar and he's like, no, that's not T-Rex. That's bigger. And I'm like, that sounded so much smaller. Yeah, <laughs> so did I. I was like... Wait, are we listening to the same roar? Yeah. I was like, what the hell is this all about? I did think it was cool, though, that they 3D printed the Velociraptor, like, echoing chamber. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that was dope. Cool what idea. Do, what do they call it in the movie, though? Because they didn't call it a 3D printer because it like te- that technology was, like, coming out. Oh, yeah. I, I want to know. <laughs> I don't even was, remember what I don't they remember just, what they called it. It made me laugh because I was like, oh, that's a 3D printer, but it was, like, a longer I phrase. love how he has to quickly explain what a 3D printer does. Too. Yeah. That's how new that technology was. It's a good point for Jurassic Park, like, leading the way with technology yeah. again. <laughs> like, always. <laughs> And still hitting on the ladies. This oh, is rough. Man. 
This is smooth. Oh, that's so that's something that drives my wife insane because she's a geologist. And she uh, worked in the Museum of Paleontology at BYU. Oh, wow. Wow. So she's like, you guys were made for each other. Oh yeah, that's why I married her actually. <laughs> because, <of> her. <laughs> because I'm 12 years old and she could deal with that. Um, but yeah, when they're digging it up with like toothbrushes and it's a perfect skeleton, that like never happens. No, that's right. So what what they normally do is they they cut out a huge chunk of rock basically and they take it back to a lab and they have mm. these like drills basically where they're trying to drill out rock away from bone and it's this just lengthy impossible process and they have the audacity in this movie to show just a full-blown complete <laughs> skeleton and they've got like toothbrushes and you've got this like dumb broad who's like i can't figure out how to brush sand off this <laughs> drives my wife insane Okay. I, I like Javier's dumb broad voice. Was, but can we talk about the star of this movie? The little kid, man, was one of my favorite actors. He, I mean, he had a crucial moment when he's got uh, Dr. Grant on the phone when they're in the water boat about to be submerged by that massive dinosaur. And he's got to go give it to his mom. But then who do they bring on? The ultimate dinosaur, Barney. Oh, you're talking about the three-year-old. Yeah, the little three-year-old. I thought we were talking about Eric. No, no, no. (laughs) Screw that kid. I was like, screw that kid. No, the little three-year-old. And he gets stopped by the ultimate dinosaur, Barney, and almost just decides to watch TV. Which just seems like a baller three-year-old move. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The that irony was, was unreal. Yeah, the, the, that was not lost on me that the yeah, death yeah. was coming because uh, of Barney. Because of, Barney. Because <laughs> of <laughs> Barney. And no, I just I just love that little kid and that's the phrase when like the dinosaur man. Rah. <laughs> yeah. Just I liked him. So I will give it you're not wrong, that was funny. And I do like Eric kind of, but I loved his line with his mom. When she's like, you stay behind me. He's like, Mom, I've been on this fucking island for eight weeks. <laughs> it's like, definitely didn't say fucking. No. <laughs> Bitch, it's JJ. You I had fucking it. there. It adds the, I think it adds a little something when you do. <laughs> you should have said it. I, I should have. <laughs> God damn it, Mom, I don't need you. <laughs> Might erase my score. I'm moving out when we get home. A little bit. <laughs> so, um, a serious question for, for you, JJ, because I feel like you always pay attention to this stuff. How did you like the story of the Kirby family obviously being kind of dis, well, not even kind of disjointed for whatever reasons? We don't know all of it. But then at the end, obviously, they show the, the image of them like holding hands. We are a family type thing. Did we even need that in this movie? Was that like a, a, a fifth passenger in this? Yeah, I feel like it was one of those things where. Again, I blame everything on the writers because the cast is amazing for the most part. Even the even a majority of the cast that are the you know the mercenaries are good actors. Like they're good bit part players. Yeah, some of them yeah. play really good parts. The main cast is amazing. Um, I mean, you got some major stars in this movie, and you got a great director. And I'm sorry, but this this movie is kind of atrocious, other than the fact that it's Jurassic Park. And I look at these writers and I go, oh, you had to throw in a love story that's completely unnecessary to this movie. And I like the one thing I did like that they wrote is how ruthless this couple is. Like they've obviously completely lied to everyone to get them in on, in on this trip. And you don't know how the mercenaries are involved, whether it's about being there and hunting dinosaurs. I would have loved just a throwaway line that say, we don't care about the money. We just want to shoot some dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool shit. You trick Sam Neill's character, Dr. Grant to get on. I mean, it, they, they were ruthless to protect their child. I like that. And then you lame it up with this, Oh, we almost got eaten by dinosaurs. Let's go live together. 
fuck. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that doesn't resolve the actual issues of a marriage. <laughs> no. Whether or not you, because if not, that would be really good couple therapy, me, right? Are you married? I'm not. Oh, okay, cool. That's. I can tell you. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> oh, oh, I should have been waiting oh, for that yeah, one. I should have. I mean, oh, geez. Oh. But I can tell you that. So I, what you're saying is it does resolve it? No, no, I was just. Just okay. A okay. You just, all right. Maybe in Javier's circumstance. I'll, I'll talk to Ian Johnson about that later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got wives to spare. <laughs> Let, let's go. It's not a bad point, though, Ian, because what I'm saying here, too, is look, those of us that are married, don't tell me you haven't had a fight that you went, mm, fuck, we might be in trouble over the dishes. So my wife listens to this, so I'm not going to admit that. Ah, uh, well. Mine does too, and I will admit this. But because she will, yeah, the dishes are a problem. The other thing that is sometimes a problem is a thermostat. And any man that, yep. or woman that says that it's not is full of shit. It's a problem. So if that's going to cause you to have issues that go deep seated, running away from dinosaurs isn't going to solve the problem. It might for a week. Otherwise, you're get home and piss I think each other off again. We've got great couples therapy that we can. Start issuing is just we're gonna work ship people to Isla Sorna. That like true. Oh, that's a put them in point. That's like some Rick and Morty shit right there. You just like send them in. (laughs) (laughs) If you survive, you'll survive. Yeah, exactly. Of course, then you you go to like a movie like Speed, where at the end they're like, "Oh, relationships built on high stress situations never last." And like, at least they admit that this shit isn't gonna work. (laughs) So these guys would go home and make poor Eric feel like his family's getting back together, and then break up again in a year. I think a big problem that uh, the director was his name Joe something. It doesn't matter. But it's not Joe Gold. I know that. Joe Johnston. Joe Gold. If Joe Gold had directed this, this would be a baller movie. Baller movie. (laughs) Joe Johnston. Um, This is the first movie that's not based on a book. Because mm. the book series is only two bucks. Mm, gotcha. So this is the first time that they had to branch out without like Michael Crichton telling them what the story is. And that's kind of hard to follow up like an actual book. I mean, they, they butchered the second one. I mean... That movie sucked too. No, I mean, don't I mean, because I'd rather watch Jurassic Park well, 3 than 2. So I'm from San Diego and that actually happened. That's more of a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I love the throwaway line that Sam Neill throws in there too. Like, not I wasn't at the San Diego incident. Yeah. Goes, yep. Yep. Jeez. It's the only way to keep that movie relevant yep. as part of the series. So one of my favorite lines in the whole movie is when they're sitting down for dinner and they're explaining that they can fly as low as they want over the island. And Alan Grant's like, I find that hard to believe. And then uh, what's his ah, what's the uh, other dude's name? The businessman? William H. Macy? Yeah. I don't remember the act, his character. He's like, well, through uh, my business dealings, you know, import, export. And he just starts naming off these like random business terms. And he's like, yeah, Yeah. I I got like, I've got connections to high places. Building credibility. markets. And not only like, I used to think that was just a terrible, terrible writing line, but the guy's not a businessman. So he literally was the character just making up business terms. Yeah. And that just makes it so much better for me. (laughs) Oh man! Can we talk about another thing that bothered me? The end of this movie. How did Ellie get the two like battleships to show up? Because her husband was in international relations, and that gets you to get two U.S. Army ships. That's how the you guys don't have the Navy on speed dial because I could call the Navy here right now. We're in Utah, dude. (laughs) Dude, we could be in the middle of an actual war. And it takes literally an act of Congress to get a ship moved. She's got 
two different branches of the military. Slide on into her DMs. And at least $30 million worth of equipment rolling up on this island. Oh, they're just an area, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging out over by Costa Rica. Eh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Costa Rica doesn't have a military. What are they going to do if we just <laughs> sail some more ships in there? <laughs> oh, man. No, I thought I thought the best writing that I saw was at the very beginning. Um, there, what's hang gliding or whatever off the boat? Parasailing. Parasailing. Parasailing off the boat, and I thought the company name on the parasail, Dinosaur, was probably oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. best writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> oh, Dinosaur. That's fantastic. Uh, I don't know how these guys, that must have been like their first flight or something. Something. Uh, it just, I'm telling you, it kills me. I really, the worst part is I came away from this movie wanting to know more than anything else two things. How did the dude driving the boat die? And the second piece was, how did Dr. Grant know how to use the larynx of a freaking. Uh, okay, let me rephrase. A 3D printed larynx mm-hmm. of a raptor to call for help when he's never used the larynx before. Only Billy had used it. And he only heard this. <laughs> First of all, he doesn't fucking speak raptor. So when the dude's trapped in the freaking cage and starting to climb out of it, he assumes that he's calling for help. And then he can automatically use that thing to call for help. Those are the two things that I was like, wait, how did this happen? So knowing to blow into something, I don't think it's that complicated. The the dude has a PhD. Like I think he could figure out like to to blow into something. Sure, right? I understand blowing and making a noise. Yeah. But I have so, some hunters in my family and some really adept hunters. Duck calls are a pain in the ass. And they're just this little teeny thing that makes a noise that you can make like three noises with. Uh-huh. This thing you could apparently cre- recreate the speech of a raptor. Which is quite extensive. Yeah, these guys yeah, are smarter than humans. They were smarter, smarter than, than humans. <laughs> he didn't say humans. He's, they're smarter than chimps. That's fair. But he also said that if they had not been yes. wiped out, uh-huh. they would have been the dominant species on the planet, not humans. Thank yes. you. But Which I don't think that means infers, they're smarter. They just uh, got more teeth. Uh, it doesn't okay. infer that they're uh, smarter. In my opinion, it infers it. But I'll concede the that point would be, that... I, I'm convinced that if orca whales could walk, they would be the dominant species, not humans. <laughs> But I mean, to knock that to knock that quote down, is it really better to be smarter than primates? Because I've gone to the zoo and I've seen them throw a lot of poo at the window. <laughs> That's the long it's con. Not, it's a not. I mean, not to really go into it, a very dark place. But I, there's a lot of humans that probably throw poo, poo at a window too. So it's not. Saying, <laughs> Whoa. I mean, I'm wow. just going out there and saying it. <laughs> We have some morons in the human race. <laughs> I hope you all still listen to us. So, this. I mean, I guess to be fair, there are probably some humans that raptors are smarter than. Uh, yeah, and I, like I said, I'll concede that point. <laughs> like Joe Exotic. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. You know I love you, boo. But, I, but I'm still wondering. That bitch Carol Baskin. How he... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the callback references are just on point. I love it. I, yeah, I still don't understand how he was all of a sudden able to mimic a call for help to the point that the Raptors all were like, oh shit, we got to go help this yeah. dude. They heard the, the I helicopter give you this, too. That a paleontologist is not like an animal expert. It's not like a biologist. And they're not like an animal like trainer, right? Yeah. So for a dude who's only studied bones, he sure really does understand how animals work really yeah. well. 
Yeah. And, you know, to be fair, there are some things that you can, like, extrapolate from, sure. you know, bones and whatnot. But, yeah, I'll give you that one. Yeah. That's tough to believe. That was, a, I think that was the one thing that I sat and I was like, wow, I can't believe I didn't catch that. The one time I watched this movie is he just easily goes, no, call for help. I mean, <laughs> call to, for help. to be fair, it's also hard to believe that a bank robber would date the chick that he robbed. Yeah, but, we're you back. Know. <laughs> just waiting for it. Yeah, me too. At that point, we're just splitting hairs. Yeah, right? yeah. Man, we sure talk a lot of shit on this movie. I've been sitting here trying to find something that I could say that I really enjoyed about it. And other than the fact that there's fucking dinosaurs, I, I just don't have anything. Yeah. And even the CGI was less impressive than, than the, the 90, first one. Than the 93 version? Yeah. yeah. That's that's hard because yeah. they went back as yeah. far as CGI and stuff goes. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I just loved seeing Sam Neill again. Yeah. Because yeah. he wasn't in the second movie. I loved seeing him and Laura Dern. Um, they were great to see again. I I just love them getting on another island and getting eaten. Like I just think that's awesome. I also like that they didn't change Alan Grant's character. True. Right? Like he is the same character in the first movie as he is in this third one. Yeah. And I really appreciate that about him. And I think that's a credit to Sam Neill. I feel like if I were to go and ask Sam Neill to be in a Jurassic Park movie again, like he's he would be, respond. Oh, he's he going is? to be, be a Jurassic oh, okay. World 3. But, like, World 3. What I'm trying to say and is, Lord, and Lord, and is like his character or Dr. Grant, I feel like would be like, no, I'm not ever doing that again. So th- that I'm actually really <laughs> interested to see how they get him involved because both movies that Sam Neill's in, he is paid to be on these islands. He's bought. So I'm really curious now that there's no island to pay him to be a part of, like what's going to be his motivating factor for getting involved and not just like living in a tower with a sniper rifle. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, to to his credit, though, he also plays it different in this movie because he talks about the fact that he, when he sees the dinosaurs on the plane again and he's like, oh, I forgot how mm-hmm. I, I really liked the reverence that he was like, you you couldn't get me on this island for anything. Obviously, he'll sell out, which that's cool. I respect the fact that you're willing to, you know, for your craft, sell out to a point. But I really respected the fact that he was he admitted, man, I didn't want to be here and I'm sold out to get here. But that's fucking cool. That is cool, like the reverence that he has, uh-huh. because when they're on the island, right, he's like, look, we're going to go to the coast. You're welcome to come with us. But either way, you're probably not going to make it off this island alive. Yeah. And I think about that in the movies a lot where I'm like, why are we stressing out so much? You're just on an island. The odds of you running into a dinosaur are pretty slim, right? But then I think about like if I was just dropped in the Amazon, like, even if there's not dinosaurs, there's still shit that can kill me, and I would be terrified, and I probably wouldn't survive. Yeah. That's why I'll never go to Australia. Ever. Yeah. I have a hard time buying into that. Wow. Because everything on that fucking island is a predator. Including the people. I know. <laughs> and then you go, but now New Zealand? I'm in. No predators yeah, whatsoever. They're, they're like their quirky cousins, yeah, you know? And no predators. They have some wicked spiders there. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about that I why I like Jurassic Park is it's one of my favorite movie franchises for the music. It has oh. some of the most iconic music ever. But what hurt me in this film is in the original Jurassic Park, they were hallmark moments when they come to the park, when they see the dinosaurs for the first time, when there's action scenes, and the music makes so much sense and it tells part of the story. Mm-hmm. And this film it felt like to me the music was an afterthought this time around where it didn't hold the weight I wanted it to. Like at the end when they're getting on the helicopters, they play the the same theme song, but they speed it up with like drums or something in there. And it just, 
it just kind of felt empty to me. And it was to me that was a reflection of the movie where Jurassic Park one, the music just helped me be more involved with the characters and the overall feel of the movie. And I was really sad about that because I love the music from Jurassic Park. Yeah, I think I think the biggest issue that I and I think most people have with this movie is the first movie, it grows in intensity with like the music mm-hmm. and the scenes and it hits this breaking point at the end and then the movie kind of has its final scene and it ends and this one felt a little bit more disjointed right where it's like there was this crazy like intense scene and then we went to just talking and walking and then a crazy intense scene and then we're like floating down a river and a crazy intense scene right and there was no real like build up to this like epic moment and then kind of a fall and i think they don't do that well with like the editing of the scenes. They don't do that well with uh, the music. Like, yeah, I, I think you're you're spot on with that. Well, and so here's this is also, I mean, just to continue with the music because you're very correct. The music is underwhelming in this, even on a an epic scale from the first one because the first one is such an iconic oh, melody, yeah. right? I listen to that music honestly like every week. It's part of like my focus music. Yeah, and one of the big differences, I agree, I love that, but one of the big differences is you're also talking about. John Williams wrote the, he scored Jurassic Park mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And then you go to Don Davis, who I don't know Don Davis. He's probably a brilliant yeah. musician, but he's not John Williams. And yeah. I think anyone that runs into, and that's why uh, not to them walking on dangerous ground here, but you talk about star Wars, the reason that star Wars franchise throughout all nine movies has fought tooth and nail to keep John Williams, the composer for the scores is because you cannot bring in some new composer fiddle with something that John Williams wrote and have it be the same or even on the same level. John Williams from a, a composer perspective is like when it comes to movie composition, the guy is the guy. There's probably two or three other composers that I could think of that you could put on that same level or very close. And Don Davis, I've never heard of him. So I feel bad for that dude to have to come in and try to figure out how do I, take a John Williams score and at least keep it on the same level because you're not going to improve on it. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think that kind of learned their lesson with the music going into Jurassic World because mm-hmm. Jurassic World, they turned it into like a piano rendition, which is just beautiful. Yep. It's amazing. So I think they kind of learned their lesson from this one and kind of focused on the music a little bit better in Jurassic it's, World. It's because it's that simple theme is that's when you hear that, mm-hmm. that's what makes you think of Jurassic Park. And if you F yeah. that up, you're going to F the movie up. Yeah, that's true. Well, in Jurassic World only uses it as like referencing, right? Like it's only like certain moments yeah. that mm-hmm. tie you back to the similarities Which, from oh, the first perfect. one. I mean, that's we'll do that movie another yeah, time, but sure. oh, they, yeah. Man, that really hit the nostalgic button. But, <laughs> for me, like I, so I haven't said this. I I remember watching this movie when I was a kid. I liked this movie. I think I was young. I was what, like 11, 12 or something. The dinosaurs. Like, I just want to see Jurassic Park again. Mm-hmm. And the world that so it you're built. 11 or 12. JJ was like 25. Yeah. So like, or cool, cool, cool. Something like that. Wrong. And it's probably so I, I really liked the movie, but I'd seen bits of this, a lot of bits of this on TV and sporadically through and, and being a lot older now, just going back. And as we talked about the kind of stop, go plot points, the music and everything. I wanted this movie to be so much better than it was, but it was hard for me to keep my, give this movie my full attention because I, I knew what was going to happen and there wasn't enough to keep me glued to the screen where like Jurassic Park 1, I've seen it 10 plus times, but I want to see it through where this movie, it doesn't give me enough to do that. Agreed. All right. Anything I mean, else I you want to add? But it's, I, it's, still a, it's still an incredibly fun movie. 
Well, and I, there you know, I think dinosaurs, that... monsters, killing, screaming. Uh, the screaming was a down for me, like thumbs down. <laughs> Tilioni does have like a very grating uh, scream. Yeah, that happened. One I learned too many that in times. Bad Boys. She's she's very good at being annoying. Yeah, that's what I said. Her, she's Something very good at playing. Good her character was annoying in this movie, but yeah. she was supposed to be, and she mm-hmm. played that very well. And she does that in a lot of movies. She's very good at being annoying. Like you're just like, oh, <laughs> shut up. So the point of is, she like annoying in real life. I it, I don't think so. I've watched interviews and like things that she's done, and she always seems very not annoying. But she does, and it not in every movie is she annoying. There's a couple where she very, plays them very seriously, but the ones where she's supposed to be annoying, like Bad Boys. There was another one with uh, that she did with. It was like a Jane and fun with oh, Dick and Jane. Fun with Dick and Jane. Like she was super annoying in that, but again, they're supposed to. She's supposed to be annoying, and so I, I love Tia Leone. I think she's amazing. But when she wants to be annoying, God, she's irritating as hell. And she was in this movie. Yeah, sure it was. But I'm with I'm with Matt, and I the nostalgia is really strong with this. And when I was a kid. Uh, Okay, when I was 20 years old, I was like, yeah, it's a new Jurassic Park. And when you were a kid. Yeah, look, when you're almost 40, you kind of go, when I was 20, I was a kid. So I realized that 11 to you guys was being a kid. But to me, 20 was still a kid. So when this movie came out, I, I was really... I know, me too. I was really nostalgic about it because I do... I, Jurassic Park's fun. And so I was excited. And now as a almost 40-year-old man, I'm like, oh, this movie's kind of rough. So, all right, should we rate it? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. I'll save Javier for last. I, I got to look at my other rating. Because he's got a... I know what I want to give it, gotta, but I got to make sure that yeah. makes sense. Well, and he, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm saving you for last because I feel like you're going to have to balance out this rating a little bit. So, Ian, let's start with you. Ah, oh, man. I really didn't want to go first on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I was not making eye contact, JJ. I was not making eye contact. I know. That's probably why I picked you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of to the points that were just made, when I first saw this movie, I... I remember it being better than it was, but maybe it's just because it was attached to the Jurassic Park um, name. But looking at it now, man, it was rough to watch. I was telling JJ, I looked at the ratings on PlayStation View because that's where I um, watched it. And there were only 14 ratings and it was at one star. Yeah, it was it was rough. And so I feel like my ratings going to need to be pretty rough as well. So I'm going to do... Man, I can't remember how low I've gone on some of these others. The question is, would I watch this over White House Down? Ooh, that's mm. a fair question. Is that what we want to do? I, is that what we want to do? <laughs> you know, it's funny you bring that up because I had that same thought in my head. Yeah. Okay, Ian, let me give you let me give you a baseline here. Give me a baseline. You gave Bloodshot a two. Okay. You gave the town a four for some reason. <laughs> uh, you gave um, Extraction a two point five. I gave Distraction at 2.5. Wow. I'm going to have to go really low on this. And let's see. I'd much rather watch Extraction. You wouldn't, though. I probably wouldn't. I I think I might have to go with a one. What? I just, not so much. I want to rip your throat out. (laughs) You disgust me. I'm Cooper. I'm Cooper. You can come and be the spined. I don't even think. I can't even remember the name of the dinosaur. Um. And the reason I'm going to have to go with one isn't so much because I hate Jurassic Park. It's more because there's other movies that I would watch in front of it that I've rated. Like Olympus Has Fallen. You gave it a two. 
I give that a two. Yeah. I'll give it a 1.5. Oh there my go. gosh. I don't. I'll so it, wait, somehow okay. that's not better. Are we at, <laughs> we're at 1.5. I'll give it a 1.5. 1. I'm, I'm, I'm locking in. Official 1.5. Official 1.5. And I'll end it there before I get any Would you anymore. watch it again? No. You gave Friends with Benefits a two. It's because it's a I, superior movie. Oh, it's not though. Gosh. I'm not going to lie, Javier. I know you didn't like that one, but I thought it was all right. I would rather chop my dick off with a meat cleaver. <laughs> Then watch that movie again. Oh my god! And now you know how we feel. And, and, let, it, and let it get sucked on by a dinosaur. <laughs> All right, Mattson. Um, so I'm basically you guys. I already gave my quick little synopsis just a couple of minutes ago. But for me, the reason my rating is going to be so low is because of Jurassic Park One being so nostalgic and such a good movie for me. Uh, I'm going to agree with uh, Ian here, and I'm going to go 1.5. And I would not watch this movie again. You people disgust me. I think I'm going to shock everybody here. Now, look, I, I don't love this movie. In fact, it was it was atrocious. It was painful to watch. And I think part of the reason it was painful to watch for me. No, not shocked yet. <laughs> no, no, no. I will. Just, just wait. He's going to go like a three. No, oh, God, that might be a little iffy. But So what I'm saying is, is I, I You can't go movie, negative, JJ. I, I know. I wish I could. This movie is painful for me, but not because of how bad it is while it is bad. It's more because my expectations are so high of it because it has the name Jurassic Park. And the sad part is, is I, I really, and I think I told you this earlier, Ian, I, I expect, I think when I watched it, when it first came out in the theater, I thought it was so good because two was so bad because mm. it's worse. Two's worse than this movie because there is no other than Ian Malcolm being on this in the movie. There's no other reason for me to feel like nostalgic towards Jurassic Park. And it was so different. I just, it just hated it. The third one at least brought back Sam Neill, Laura Dern. It had great acting, terrible dialogue, mismatched plot. But it was still a Jurassic Park movie. There were dinosaurs. It was fun at moments. But it was a bad movie. But I think it's mostly because of my expectations and the fact that a bad movie on a movie that I want to be so good really hurts me. But I'm going to give it a two. All right, I mean, it's better than 1.5. Would you watch it again? Uh, no. Pro in fact, I would probably, and this is going to negate the two almost, but I'd probably actively avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> like a plague. Yeah, like I, I think anything but Jurassic Park 1 and Jurassic World, the first of the Jurassic World series, I would avoid every other Jurassic movie because I like those two so much. Mm. I avoid them because they hurt my soul because the others to me are so bad. Oh, man. You hurt my soul. I'm sure I do. Bring Javier. us home, Javier. Bring us home. Okay. I, um, after reviewing some of the other things that I've rated, I'm going to give this a... I'm going to give it a four. <laughs> I was half expecting you to say five, so when you no. said four, I was almost pleased. Jurassic Park <laughs> 1 is a five. Yeah. In fact, Jurassic... Sorry, Jurassic Park 1 is a five, and Jurassic World is a five, for sure. Yeah. I'm giving this a four. It's very fun. Uh, it's exciting. There's good acting. Yeah. Give this a four. And if you want to watch people get eaten by dinosaurs, you won't be disappointed. You won't be disappointed. I've watched this probably a dozen times and I will probably watch it a dozen more times. So, wow. Definitely worth watching more than once. And it's awesome. There you have it. Yeah. So fun. Man. Okay. I don't, Jurassic know, what, Park I don't know what to say, but I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I do respect the fact that you didn't give it a five. I do appreciate that because oh, I really did for Lord, most of the day. He's got a five. Give it a five. No, I, I agree. I, I mean, because where do you go from there? If this right. was a five, 
How, how do you rate the first one? True. Right. True. The first one is by far the best. And, yeah. yeah. That's where Javier's ceiling's at. Well, right. I, I was going to say, I think I, I can agree with yeah. that statement. Yeah. That yeah, it's the you. best. Yeah. Which we already have plans to do that one at some point in the future. So. Dude, I want it to be our one year yeah. mark and I want to have it official debate style. I say we bring, bring in lawyers. No, like bring in like like actual, you know, like high school debate team rules. <laughs> bring in like a mediator to like mediate this. And I will like take we, all three of you. We, we <laughs> score it. But I think yeah. we, I think we're going to have to come up with arguments for that because I'm going to be one of the people I really like that movie and listening to JJ and even um, maybe not Ian so much. There's more people that I don't not like it. People much more like that than some of these other Jurassic Parks. It's amazing how my like for that movie has caused an infinite number of people to hate this movie. So I'm really sorry, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> I have the worst thing that's ever happened in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you are quite the obstinate arguer. Um, all right. So, yeah, that's Jurassic Park 3. That's the ratings that we have given it. Um, let's see. Matson, why don't you tell them where they can find us? I'll do it. All right. We are extremely active on Instagram and Facebook at What's Our Verdict Podcast. You can find us on Twitter as well, but the focus is on the other two. You can also listen to us wherever fine podcasts are found. We are very fine. And you can search specifically for our movie podcast at What's Our Verdict Movies on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and a whole bunch of other places like Google and Amazon as well. Uh, come give us a listen, give us a subscribe, leave us a rating, follow us on social media. Uh, we drop releases every Monday. Cool. Also, just like with this, because it was a request from Joe, we appreciate you, Joe. It was fun. We love, we're still together. We'll be doing another podcast. Wasn't as painful as I thought. It's much more civilized. I think part of, part of it's we're back in the room together. Thankfully, yeah, it's hard to scream at you guys face to face. Yeah, I, I like you guys a lot more when also I can see your real face. Isn't that great of a movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it got a board. Just Fair kidding. So to hold it to Javier's point, if it's not that good of a movie, and you gave it a four, and you gave the town, which your defense is giving it a, a two or two point five or whatever it was, means it's like not a bad movie because that's like it's half. a middle of the road rating. That's why we have a fucking scale, dude. But then you just said Jurassic Park is not that good of a movie and we gave it a four. No, I mean, I'm saying compared to the rest of the Jurassic Park series, it's not one of All the right, strongest that's movies. What you're comparing he's he's living yeah. in a bubble right now. Oh, the the only thing on his mind is Jurassic Park. So, But if we want to go outside that bubble and compare it to like Star Wars, hell yeah, it's an awesome movie. I'm about to throw him out the window. Um, <laughs> there is one right behind him. So, all right, that is that. Um, yeah, so if you want to be like Joe and request a, video, a movie for us to review and talk about and argue over and maybe love together, then uh, please send it to us at hosts at whatsourverdict.com or as Matt's going to give you all the different places, slide into our DMs. So mm-hmm. that is the verdict. We will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye now. Bye. Cinemagic out. Yes. There it is. Oh.